Hi, it's Leon Dolan, and my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical, is out now and available everywhere. People Magazine chose it as an April pick of the month, one of the best this week, a hopeful take on commitment, they said, and an innovative story about marriage. Mmm, sounds juicy. The Marriage Sabbatical, out now, available everywhere. Listening to the Satellite Sisters recap of the PBS masterpiece drama Pole Dark. It's Pole Dark and Handsome with the Satellite Sisters. I'm Leanne Dolan in Pasadena. I'm here with my sister Julie Dolan in Dallas, Texas. And Julie, it was the season finale for season two. Were you excited to watch this one? Were you, you know, were you nervous? How, how were you feeling going into the episode, Joel? Well, honestly, Leanne, I totally forgot it was the finale. And at the end of it, I was like, wow, a lot of things really happened on this episode. And I was waiting for on the next episode, the pre where they preview what's happening next on the next one. And there was not one, not one of those. So that's how I knew it was the finale. <laughs> That's the kind of work I do for you here at Satellite Sisters with these TV recaps. We like to be very, I knew, I mean, I knew it was going to be the finale, but then I apparently forgot. Well, it was a big Thanksgiving weekend, you know, it was hard to keep track. And by the time it rolled around, you'd already probably watched all of the new Gilmore's Girls series and several football games and the parade and the dog show. So it just, it slipped your mind. That's, you know, we don't like to look ahead because again, we do the recaps in the moment. We are just that's, two, that's right. two nice sisters. and fresh. Yeah. We don't, we don't, we don't rely on other people's commentary, No, which no. it might help, but we don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> which is why we often don't have the correct names for the characters, but right. right. Well, it so was, are you excited for the finale, Leah? You know, I was a little, ner- I was, I would say I was a little nervous because last week's episode was so dark and you know, things are so bad between Demelza and Ross yeah, and, really bad. and, you know, I just really just not enjoying Elizabeth's character at all. I was actually very worried for Verity. I did not think, I thought, I did not think she was going to have a healthy baby. I thought, oh, oh yeah. they're going to tragedy twist for her. this yeah. and she's, that'll be a tragedy. So I was very relieved that she had a baby and it was, was a healthy. beautiful baby, beautiful, ba- beautiful baby. Yeah. That, uh, I just... That was a really good-looking TV baby. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So here are the questions we're asking about the season finale. Okay. Will Demelza forgive Ross? Hmm. Will Elizabeth do something besides stare out the window? (laughs) Will Dwight join the Navy or continue to dissect human body parts in Cornwall? Will Caroline exchange that red coat for a blue one? Will George the Weasel finally gift his henchman a few sessions at a tanning salon? I mean, that guy. He gets paler and paler. Okay. (laughs) It's true. And finally, when will we see on Agatha standing over her bubbling cauldron saying, double, double, toil and trouble? She... She's getting witchier. She's a wicked man. I like it. I I think she's going to end up in Scotland with that whole Outlander crew. Oh, could be. Could be. (laughs) Okay. This finale included a lot of action, as Julie said. We also had many, many windswept scenes. Almost Mm -hmm. everyone got their own windswept moment. Yeah. Uh, We had some furious riding. We had angry mobs. We had a lot of trembling lips. We had a birthing and a coupling, which I enjoyed. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. All right. So let's take these storylines one at a time. Let's start with the good news. That was yeah. Dwight and Caroline. All right. He joins the Navy and she says, hey, sailor. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she met him in a bar. Woo. I know. Yeah. Miss I mean, Caroline. I know. when I, That was just so when Dwight got the news from uh, Carolyn's uncle that she was going to be engaged, she was going to be engaged to some fancy pants in London. He was crushed. Tears, yeah. Leanne. Tears yeah. were coming down his eyes. Yes. And he, you know, he just still loves her with all of his heart. And he was so heartbroken. He joined the Navy. I was like, don't sign that big document. It's going to be bad. Where and are they going? Be... The French Revolution? Yes, Is that... yes. It's just going to be bad. There's going to, it's just, you're going to get seasick. It's going to be terrible. Don't do it, you know. But he does. He's just so heartbroken. But then who who sort of steps in, Lee, and the big surprise, Ross acts as the matchmaker. How did that happen? He has some heroic moments, Ross does this time. He's trying to redeem himself in Demelza's eyes and in our eyes. I mean, let's face it. In our eyes. And uh, he finds out that Caroline is his secret benefactor. He wants to pay her back now that he's rolling in tin. And um, he also sees it as a way to be a matchmaker. And so Ross rides off to London and uh, and tells tells Caroline like, oh, well, he's heartbroken. You know, Dwight is heartbroken. He's joined the Navy because he knows you're getting married. And the next thing we know, there is Caroline resplendent in that blue coat in the bar. Oh, my gosh. And you know what? I was thinking about Caroline. She's the kind of character that normally you and I would hate. You know that, don't you? <laughs> well, right. I, I mean, I like that she's... She's at least doesn't settle for what's expected. Like Elizabeth, right. she's not like, I, I know, I, I, I mean, you know, right. I meant in the sense that she was just, she has this very privileged background yeah. and she, you know, and she's, that's, and she's just sort of lined up to marry some, you know, fancy guy. Yeah. But then she, she has a real personality yes. and a real soul and a real sense of herself. And she does things that are, you know, very much outside her class. You know, she's trying to, she's trying to understand uh, Dr. Ennis's life and she, she, you know, wants to contribute and support the people in the community. So, uh, you know, I, she's just is a great character to me. She is a great character. Yeah. She has the same sort of appeal that like Lady Mary does on Downton Abbey. You know, when Lady Mary starts running the farm and starts doing a good job. Yeah. You know, it's like they had nothing. She has no training. She's only trained to be an heiress, but she is trying to understand Dwight's world. And then she shows up in that world in that blue coat and it's, where's your room, sailor? I I know. I know. They've only got a few hours together. And he gives her that ring. I know. I know. Rawhide ring. Yeah. She goes back to her uncle who has diabetes, the sugar sickness, and she's going to care for her uncle, but she's, she's already, she's promised to Dwight, you know, he gives her the little ring. That was a nice moment. I mean, let's hope he doesn't die in the war. I know. Come back a broken man. I know. So that, I I mean, you know, he said he was going to improve his surgical skills. (laughs) Okay. It's nice. All right. Now, now on to like the opposite of Dwight and Caroline, George and Elizabeth. Okay. George builds a wall, tosses out the poor people and believes in boarding school. Yes. (laughs) And, and, uh, all of this seems to horrify Elizabeth and it's like, well, that's what you married. Right. Right. 
I know. And she, you know, allegedly married George because she was thinking of her son and that she wanted to be able to provide for her for her son because she didn't have the means. But, you know, don't you just love the Brits? They send seven-year-olds off to boarding school. And you know what? They're still doing that, Leanne, right? (laughs) Yeah. And, I mean, it was pretty harsh, though, when George the Weasel took down the portrait of Jeffrey Charles's father. Yeah. Francis took it down because he's promised he and his wife, you know, a, 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 a portrait of themselves. I thought that was a little harsh. Well, I mean, what it's he's moved into the house. He doesn't want to look at, you know, uh, her ex-husband. You can understand that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I agree. I mean, I understood why George did that. And so uh, but yeah. And that but, you know, she she says she doesn't love him. You know, you feel like she still is, you know, got the burning embers for Ross. But but she's playing the part. She's you know she's being nice enough to George that uh, that you know that she gets to benefit from all that George uh, can do. And he's done a lot with that house now that he's moved in there. <laughs> there seems to be more light. More yes. Heat, yes. There's flowers. There's food. Things look much better in there. Leo. That table in the dining room. Yeah. My gosh, that was nice. beautiful. That overhead mm-hmm. shot of just the two of them eating those ter- those dinners together. Yeah. I mean, those oh, people needed be- a TV. I mean, that would have made them so much happier sitting in that cold, drafty house. I know. Just talking know. to each other. She right. does nothing all day. What does she have to talk about? I don't know. Uh, yeah, she I, just looks out the window. Yeah. Just, yeah. 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 So, no, you're right. She turns all the, you know, Jeffrey Charles's trust and everything. It's all in George's hands now. And, you know, there's all this brouhaha about, uh, you know, Poldark's buying back the shares in the mine and now the mine's worth money and George tries to manipulate that. And in the meantime, there's our girl on Agatha. You made a pact with the devil. What did you expect? <laughs> I know. And she, you know, the on Agatha, she, she can do the math. She can, right. uh, she can count to nine and yeah. she's just, just figuring that this, you know, now that Elizabeth is pregnant, that, uh, that this baby may come early. Right. Right. The because baby, it's yeah. not March George's or... baby. It's going to be Ross's baby. And it's going to look like a little mini me when it comes out. Don't you know? Yes. It, oh, yeah. It'll have like dark ringlets and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, probably hair gel when it comes out. Yeah, it'll totally. <laughs> In a so... little little Brit- a British red coat. Yeah, he's, that's how the baby's going to be born. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was yet another fight scene between uh, George and and Ross too, which like right. that, those two need to just stop with the fighting now. Well, first they had what I would call was the equivalent of the Cornwall Twitter fight, but those letters going back and forth <laughs> yeah. between them. <laughs> right? They were, they were having a little truth. And yet I know for all the time that George has practiced that fancy fighting in his high heels and his ruffled shirt, he's still a terrible fighter. He he's, needed like six footmen to bail him out of that fight. So, uh, but it somehow made Elizabeth feel a little romantic. So now, you know, she is pregnant and that's a big cliffhanger, uh, there at the season finale. When will the baby come and whose baby will it be? And then finally we get to Ross and Demelza. Now the whole episode is sort of based on will they or won't they get back together? Can Demelza forgive Ross for his indiscretion with Elizabeth? How is she going to deal with that? She has a lot of good moments. She has that face-off with Elizabeth in the woods, which was good, I thought. I mean, I oh, wanted I her to slug Elizabeth. I thought that would have been good. <laughs> that would have been nice. 
she's a better fighter than George. Oh, yeah. Oh, we, yeah. I mean, I like when she said, I came over here to tell you I hate you. Well, don't mince words. Just how do you really <laughs> I love that. That was my, one of my favorite lines, Leanne, because that's exactly what we said about Elizabeth. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, so she's, you know, she's working it out with Elizabeth. She's working through that anger. She decides to tell Ross that she almost had a one night stand with that stupid red, red coat. All right. Yeah. And then he, he mansplains that, you know, no, 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 your indiscretion was nothing like my indiscretion because mine was based on true love, this sacred relationship I have with Elizabeth. Oh, I, I mean, know. there was nothing. I mean, jealous Ross was even more unattractive than philandering Ross, right? Yeah. I mean, just really, you yeah. have the nerve to get jealous now and to uh, to give to Melza a, hair, a hard time, yeah, that was despicable. Yeah, and then she threatens to, you know, move back in with her parents, take the baby, move back in with her parents, uh, and then uh, then she does the face off with Elizabeth. And on the way out of Trenwith, she's climbing the fence that George has put up, and she gets shot. <laughs> I know. Oh, it's just a little something. Don't mention it. She gets home. To Mr. and Mrs. Drunk. She's like, don't mention it. And she's like, her, she got half of her wrist shot off there. So, so of course, Ross is off in London or whatever, paying, repaying the people that loaned him money. So she's been shot. Right. She tells Mr. and Mrs. Drunk, don't tell anyone, which is a waste of breath. And immediately, Mr. Drunk riles the troops and gets an angry mob with, like, torches and pitchforks. And they go marching towards Trenwith. I was pretty psyched about that. Too. I, that was pretty good. But I, I was just like, why would the angry mob believe Mr. Drunk? I, that's what I couldn't understand. How could he rouse them? Now, as you recall, Mr. Drunk earlier this year died. We thought, right. they had, thought he was dead for a long periods of, of time. Right. And then he came back to life. So, But somehow he had the ability to like work everyone up into a lather. They, had, they had literally had pitchforks and torches, and they were going to burn the place down. And, and he did this time, Julie, have the full support of Mrs. Drunk. She, yes. Rudy was on his side. So yes. that's, I think that may be it. She was happy that he was going to march on Trenwith. And, uh, so Elizabeth, and I think a fit of, I mean, I think I would have just let him march. You know, we know how she feels about Elizabeth. We know how she feels about George, but Demelza, excuse me, Demelza goes over and tries to warn them and they completely poo poo it. I know. Like, like, like she's making it up. Yeah. I and, thought, Oh, I know. Again, and, I mean, she's, she's got to, I mean, that's, I mean, that's the last thing that Demelza is going to do for those two. That's for sure. <laughs> I hope, I hope. And then they look out the window and, oh, guess what? Angry mob, <laughs> angry mob. And so Demelza steps up, steps in front of the mob, steps in front of the guns and says, stop it. You can't do this. Yeah. She was the real hero. And who steals her thunder, Julie? I know. Ross, Ross he, yeah. he gallops up on that magnificent steed. That's a great looking horse that they've got in this episode. And, yeah. and, and then he, you know, yes. And he takes all the credit for it. Yeah. So he, and people take their torches and their pitchforks forks and they head home and yeah. they decide that they're not going to burn down the house. So. Right. right. So yes, they narrowly escape death, uh, George and Elizabeth, and they don't really seem that grateful. Demelza and Ross go home. Now, 
Well, we can I just mention as I, the probably one of the most the most incredible moments of the whole episode was had the vertical leap that Demelza did to get up on that giant steed yeah. to ride home with Ross. Did you notice that? Yeah. I mean, in you're one right. motion, it was an incredible leaping act uh, action to get up on the horse side saddle, side saddle in front of Ross and take those reins. And, and ride the horse home. It was. She was like Simone Biles. She just, <laughs> boom, like the vault, like, boom, yes. just vaulted up onto that horse. It was. It was an Olympic-level vault, Leon. <laughs> okay. So, so then we're thinking, well, what's going to happen at home? But we don't see a cut till the next day when, you know, now Ross and Demelza are having their windswept moment. And uh, stare, both staring out at the sea, there's a two-shot of them. And he comes and there's a kiss and we can assume, okay, well, we're in this together again. Yeah. Yeah. And then hmm. we look, the camera pans to the sea and there go the ships off to war, taking, yeah. taking Dwight away from Caroline. So, and that is the end of the season. Well, has Ross done enough to redeem himself in your mind, Julie? Well, when he put on the uniform, I, my, I got a little weak need because that, he looked, he looked pretty good in that. Yeah. And I suggest you wear that around the house. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that that would be it. I don't know, Leanne. I don't know. I, I just, I, you know, he's, Paul, to, to me, I wrote, he, he was a little bit like Steve Jobs. You know, he was this great entrepreneurial leader, but maybe not such a great guy on the home front. And I, I kind of feel like there might be more issues down the road for these two, you know? Yeah. 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 Well, and I think all is looking good now, but if that baby comes out and looks like Ross Jr. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, well, we're going to, yeah, his true love and his fierceness and his loyalty and everything, that, that's really going to be in question if that baby is his. So, And because this is, as someone pointed out on our Facebook page, an overwritten melodrama, that, then I'm... <laughs> that's probably what's, what's going to happen. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, do you think their relationship is stable? Do you think all is forgiven now? I, I think all is forgiven because, again, her choices are fairly slim, Demelza. Yeah. So, uh, and going back yeah. to your crazy father's house is not a great choice. Right. So I think she can live with it. I think she feels like she's had her moment. But again, until that baby arrives, uh, <laughs> we'll have to see. We'll have to see. All right. I, I think it's going to be like another year before this comes. I didn't, you know, we do so little prep here. I didn't even want to. Well, the problem with Googling Poldark is that the BBC is a couple weeks ahead of us. So anytime you Google it, you find out the plot. So uh, I'm looking Poldark season three. Let me see if I can look it up right Quickly. now. But I just bet as you're looking that up, I just a couple other random thoughts that I thought um, Mr. and Mrs. Drunk continue to provide the worst child care I've ever <laughs> seen. Land. Those two. I mean, now that maybe Ross is back on the home front, uh, I think Demelza should spend a little more time with the child because those two are cannot be trusted. So, okay, yeah, that is just unbelievable. Those two. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, ooh! <laughs> don't look at, don't tell me. Don't tell okay. Me. Well, there's some new new cast members that look exciting. Okay. Well, uh, let's see. Spring of, oh, maybe this is the BBC. Yeah, I think it'll be a year. 
It's not, it okay. doesn't say. Well, doesn't I think say. that we're going to have to listen to our recaps before yeah. the start of, of season three, yeah. because we never remember exactly what would, what would yeah. happen. Well, we but, have to be able to work up that head of uh, steam against Ross again. Yeah. You know, we want to yeah. go into the beginning of season three being skeptical. Yes. Being cautiously optimistic about his plans with Demelza and the future. Uh, all right, Julie, it's been a good season. You know, a it lot of mining, been... a lot of mining. <laughs> It was a little dark, too much mining, but I never saw, never saw that coming with Ross. I never thought he would betray his wife, even for Elizabeth. So that made this season, you know, very dramatic and very difficult to watch because, because, because that happened. Uh, And it really did sharpen our opinion of Elizabeth, you know, uh, and, uh, and I think because she is so, you know, she's a good contrast to to Caroline Caroline that you know I think it made us really love Caroline and Dr. Ennis's uh, storyline even more. Liam. Yeah. Okay. That's a good point, Julie. Excellent point. Uh, I'm looking. Still can't find it. Okay. <laughs> That's what we like. We like um, you know immediate on air research. You know by our team, Leanne, our team behind the scenes. No one's whispering in your ear. Our producers are not telling you. No. When the season is. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I'll report. So you, should, no, you should go ahead and write to us at Satellite Sisters. Yeah, that would be. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> That's a good idea. All right. Thanks for joining us for season two of Poldark. We're still recapping Madam Secretary, the CBS drama. That is a full season, 24 episodes. So we've done the first eight. You can find that at iTunes or at SatelliteSisters.com. And we do a show every week on Tuesday. We release a new Satellite Sister, and then we have years of Satellite Sisters in our archives. So if you're new to Satellite Sisters and just discovering us through the TV recaps, there's a lot more love out there. (laughs) Isn't there, Jill? There is, Leanne. (laughs) And sometimes we even research topics. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Uh, so that's that all can be found at iTunes or at Satellite Sisters or at Stitcher. Uh, if that's where you listen to your podcast, we're on a lot of different apps there. But we would love to have you along for the regular weekly podcast as well. All right, Jill, what do you think about the new Victoria? What are we going to do? We'll, we'll figure out what the recap season is going to look like. Yeah, well, I think we should get some opinion, what people want us to recap. And I'm currently watching The Crown, Land, which I just love. So, uh, <laughs> we talked about that on the show today. I knew you would. Lynn. Yeah. I knew you would talk about yeah. that on the show. That's, that's a great one. But we'll, I think Victoria is a strong possibility, Lynn. It seems like our, you know, our, our genre. But we'll do a little research before we make that commitment because it is a commitment on our part it is. to do this for you, and we, which we love to do. And we're glad that you enjoy it. But we want to make sure, you know, because we made a mistake. We 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 were doing recaps of Selfridge that show, and that really wasn't very good. No, we so, didn't like it. No, we didn't like it. So that was hard to uh, maintain enthusiasm. So Is we want to make another sure- one we did too that was not good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, don't ask me. I didn't even know that this was the finale of, of Poldark. So there you go. So don't ask me. Okay. All right. We're the Satellite Sisters. Don't forget, call your Satellite Sister.